Today on the Dizlist, we discuss the top five Pixar attractions at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 34, where we discuss the top five Pixar attractions at Walt Disney World. Uh, before we get to the list, I would like to uh, thank all of our listeners for going and reaching out to Podcast Mics for Magic. Um, keep that up. They, they really are raising some funds for a great cause. Um, you can find them over on Instagram and follow links to help donate. And also, I would like to thank you all for really supporting us we've you know we've gotten quite a few new listeners in the last couple weeks and that's been great and we hit a new milestone didn't we this week nick (laughs) we did actually um just before we released our episode on wednesday so tuesday evening i was just fooling around on anchor and looking and all of a sudden it was like you have 4,999 listens. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. So we hit we hit 5,000 downloads this week, which is great. Um, and now I, I'm really re-energized. You know, sometimes I can get a little bit in the doldrums. And uh, now it's like, okay, we're going to get to the next five even quicker. Next 5,000 even quicker. So I'm really excited. And, and people were great and congratulating us and stuff when we posted some stuff on, on social media. It's cool. I mean, I I really appreciate everybody, and it's yeah, it's a fun hobby, obviously, for Nick and I, and we're going to have these conversations no matter what, but now we get to record them, and you can all laugh <laughs> along and enjoy it with us. Yeah, you get to get a little sneak peek inside of our crazy brains. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this week is an interesting episode, I think, because when you first suggested this to me, I really was thinking, like, are there enough rides to do that? But you forget the IP that is actually Pixar. And it's even crazier to think about the fact that Disney didn't even have Pixar that long ago. No, I mean, they. when you look at the fact that there were actually Pixar rides or attractions in the parks before Disney had that acquisition. Yeah. It's which I didn't realize. Yeah. Um, so, I, like, when I was running through the list, I was like, wow, I forgot that's a Pixar movie, you know? And and then that opened up my mind to being like, okay, well, I guess we can't, we actually can do a whole top five. They could do a whole park, right? Yeah, I mean, they could. I mean, that would be great. And, and the hard thing would really be, you know, what do you do with the rest of the Disney um, animation projects? Do they get their own park? Well, I think we got an idea for a fifth gate. I think we do. And, and the sixth. sixth. <laughs> I mean, they've kind of already done it, right? They've got Pixar Pier. Yeah, which is a kind of a fun area in Disney California Adventure. Yeah, I mean, when you throw in what they have there, and you talk about what they are, what Pixar attractions exist in the greater, you know, parks in, in Orlando, and then you start thinking about Disneyland Paris and all of those things, it adds up to a lot of attractions. A lot. I think a, what Disney could do is they could just make that fifth gate and add in that Pixar Pier area in whatever the fifth gate is. And I still, I know they don't have room for this, but I don't see why on the West Coast they don't buy more land in a different area 
I would say near enough to Anaheim where employees can go back and forth and finally do Westcott. Have you not looked at like Google Earth and seen like how densely uh, developed that area well, is? I mean, it would have to be further east, obviously. It would have to be like almost a Sacramento before you get enough land. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know that they need to make the whole Westcott idea. Um, I do know that I think Universal has the right idea of like not sticking toward the coasts and. You know, they're putting, I mean, Vegas is close to the coast, but not. And Texas was the other yeah. one, right? Yeah, I mean, somewhere in the middle. I think a middle America park would be great. There's, I mean, it needs it, right? If you're living in, you know, Minnesota, if you're living in um, even like Western Kentucky, that's a long, it's, you're kind of a long way from both. Well, it's funny you said Minnesota. Have you ever been to the Mall of America with a theme park on the inside? <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean Disney. Disney could make the make a new mall. Uh, I mean that's pretty pretty much like when you think about like the success of like the six the local Six Flags type things. You know, uh, was it Cedar Point is in Ohio, right? Um, there's no reason that a Disney park couldn't do well there. Um, obviously. I don't want them want to see them put their development dollars there. I'd rather see it where I'm where I'm vacationing. But, yeah, no but, kidding. You know, um, yeah, I, I I was shocked when when I started looking at the list and saw just how many Pixar rides and Pixar attractions exist. I I guess I just didn't think of it. And uh, and if you really <clears throat> expand even more, like when I was doing some of my research on this. Like, other things were coming up I completely forgot about. Like, Art of Animation has the whole Cars and Finding Nemo areas in a resort. And yeah. All-Star Movies has that whole Toy Story area. So, not only is it in the parks, but it's also in the resorts. So, I don't want to steal any of your thunder, because I don't know what your list is going to be after, the, you know, when we come back into our list. But since we're usually doing Disney World stuff, I just want to point out that I am so jealous of <laughs> the land... You know that 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 California has in Cars Land. Yeah, last night we were watching. Nick came over and his family, and we were just getting psyched up for for my trip out there. And we were watching uh, what's Radiator Springs Racers. What a cool ride that is! I think that that land is the most well themed land, and I, I'm including Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I think it's so well themed. I'm so excited for you. I'm jealous. You'll be um, there soon. Maybe, yeah. I think your comment was interesting last night. You said that it may be the most immersive and best themed land next to Harry Potter. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm personally, I don't know that I've ever been in a in a themed park like. Harry Potter land. It's incredible. Like Diagon Alley. And, and I've Harry only Potter been in the one like, half. I went in the the half that's part of Universal Studios Orlando. So not the, Islands of Adventure? No, I have never been. It's that and the the water park there are the only, that's the only two places I haven't really been gotcha. in Orlando. Yeah. They used to have across the street there, there was a another water park, but I think Universal bought up that whole area. It was called Wet and Wild. You ever heard of it? No. My cousin worked there, and we used to go there every every summer. So um, anybody who's an Orlando person listening to this may remember Wet and Wild Water Park. Huh. Okay. But yeah, we spent a lot a lot of time there too. Yeah, I I, th I think that um, that the Cars Land 
the theming is just so ridiculously good. And there's three rides. There's one that is similar to Alien Swirling Saucers, and that is... That's Mater. Mater's Roundup Rodeo. Is that right? I don't know. Sounds right. No, that's... Roundup Rodeo is the new restaurant That's the new restaurant. Mater's... Look it up for me. Yeah. And the other one is uh, Luigi. Uh, It's Luigi's something, and Nick's going to look that up, too. (laughs) Apparently. that that ride, you just kind of sit, and all the cars kind of dance around uh, in a similar way that's like... um, in Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, where you go in yeah. the middle and Daisy is kind of conducting, and you're moving around in the in the center. So yeah, so we're we're going to be going out there in a couple months, and I'm really looking forward to coming back and doing some kind of special episode to tell everybody what what I liked about our trip, and you know also some listeners and friends, Eric in particular is. Uh, has been giving me some tips so if anybody has tips on Disneyland things they want to share I've been to California twice but I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World so yeah we um, we're gonna be staying in a hotel nearby we're not staying uh, at Disneyland Resort or the uh, Grand Californian so we're in within walking distance so yeah any any good tips please send my way I'd be more than happy to hear it so it's uh Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters. Yes, that's it. Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Oh, okay. That's kind of fun. Yeah. That is a good name. So I basically took Toy Story uh, Restaurant and Mater and turned it into one. Yeah, it's okay. okay. It sounded good. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Mater's Mater's Barbecue. I'm not sure. I don't know. Mater could probably cook some bar- barbecue on the uh, the hood of the truck. Why not? Yeah. Who knows? Let's do it. <laughs> right on the radiator. <laughs> All right. We're going to go off to the Skittles Halftime Show with Randy Newman. Have a good one. Welcome back from that rousing performance of You've Got a Friend by Randy Newman. You know what's weird is whenever I think of Randy Newman, I also think of Newman from Seinfeld. Because they're, <laughs> you know, they have kind of a similar look. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of harsh on Randy Newman. I don't know. I think the guy that, uh, Wayne, I forgot yeah. what his name is. He, I think he's awesome. Oh, I do too. But yeah. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I think he looks a little How about more. This? How he looks about a little this? dweebier they, than they look, Randy Newman. They look like they could be cousins. Sure. Yeah. Except for Randy, Randy Newman's way more talented. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Is there <laughs> for sure? That's not an argument. Yeah, Randy Newman, like his music. Whenever you hear it, you know it's Randy Newman. But, Incredible piano player too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you you know I think he'll go down up down as somebody that's up there with like the Sherman Brothers as far as you know, ideas musically. Creating classic yeah. songs for for attractions and movies and everything. Yeah, I mean, we talked about attraction stuff and original park songs last time, um, and you had mentioned something about doing non-original park songs, but, like, mm-hmm. songs that are uh, tied to Disney IP or part of rides, and, I mean... Oh, I'm, I think this is going to be on both of our yeah, lists. Yeah, I mean, that, that Randy Newman's pretty... <laughs> you got a friend up. in me is a... 
That's, pretty high up there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I when I made the, when I first started thinking about this list, as I mentioned earlier, I thought, well, we're going to have a lot of double ups because there's not that many. Yeah, we um, probably will, but I think we'll still have a lot of double ups. But I didn't realize, like, there were. I got to. I was listing them all out, and and it was like 11, 12, 13 of them, or something like yeah. that. So, yeah. but I, I'm excited to hear some of your thoughts on some of these rides mm-hmm. um, because I think even if we double up, we might have arguments about the order yeah. <laughs> in which they belong, and I'm I'm fine with that. But. I'm predicting okay that our one and two is the same. Okay, I bet you our number one is actually yeah number one and two are the same. Yeah, yeah. All right. And probably in the same order, too. Probably. All right. Let's get to it. Let's find out. My number five, I don't think is going... Well, maybe it would be on our listeners' top five for Pixar rides. Maybe. This one, I think, (laughs) is a little extra special for our family and me and my my daughter specifically. Because at the Magic Kingdom, uh, one time, my, my wife and son went off to do something else. And my daughter says... Let's go do Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. I said, all right, let's go do it. So we went over and did Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar familiar what Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is, you walk into this giant room. I'd say auditorium, but it's not really. I guess sort of. And you sit, and in front of you, there's like these white lamps. Like on the back of the seat in front of you, just this lamp. And you look up at the screen, and there's a you know a computer animated character, but they have the technology that they have somebody with cameras inside of the theater, and they have an actor reacting to whoever's in the theater. So, the <laughs> the light will go on wherever you're sitting, and all of a sudden you're on the screen, and the Monsters Inc. character is you know joking or making fun of you or asking you to do something. Mm-hmm. And I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but uh, the the light went on. It, it was on me, and the text said something about dance like no one's looking or something similar. And I just immediately shot up and started dancing. And my my daughter has it on, on video. It's so funny. And it was the same dance that you did with the African Tam Tam drummers. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I I guess I get picked all the time. It's the fist pump. Yes, Uh, it was. It's the fist pump dance. It is. We've all seen. If you if you're friends with Rob, you've seen it. It's a little bit. There's a little bit of uh, like a hardcore mosh pit mixed with polka polka and (laughs) dance club. It's kind of a combination of all three. It is like if dad jokes were a dance, Mm -hmm. but there's punching involved. So you know, it's still cool. and, and, And. Folks, I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad dancer. I'm like this was. It, it's clearly a joke, right? I, I do have rhythm. You can't argue that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Is clearly a joke, but it is like it's hilarious to see when he starts doing because, like, especially with the teenage daughter, like, yeah, the, I, the I, eye rolls that he gets. She, <laughs> but she, I do, I definitely do from her for sure. But this time, she thought it was the funniest thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that'll last forever. Yeah. I think it'll go away, and then it'll come back again when she's older. <laughs> Maybe. She's got to get a sense of humor back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, that's, that's teens. Yeah. She's the, great, though. The uh, the whole idea of that particular show um, didn't appeal to me, I didn't think, right? Mm-hmm. And then when, when we went to it for the first time, I was like, oh, okay, I can get behind that. Um Was that the first time you did it, when we did that at Magic it, Kingdom last summer? It was, because the... 
first year we went there, I can't remember why we didn't do it in 2019. COVID restrictions? No, not in, 2000, not in 2019. But in 2021, it was closed mm. when I was there. Um, for that reason? or Yeah, for COVID. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I only had one prior opportunity to do it, and it's just something we didn't do. Um, and I'm, you know, I think it was, it, it's always fun when, you know, that guy gets picked and yeah. and, and they go after him. Um, it's always fun to be in there and, and, and joke, and you're kind of hoping you get picked, but you're also kind of hoping you don't. Yeah, yeah so, that's a good point. Um, it's great, and it's actually very similar to my number five. Oh, I was just going to mention that. So before you mention it, because it's, I think, I don't know if it's on your list, but my number five is a very similar attraction. It's on my honorable mention. Okay. Yeah, I was just so, going to I'm glad you're saying this now because okay. I was just going to bring it up. So my number five is also with a remote mm. actor. Yep. yep. Except for my number five is Turtle Talk with Crush yeah. because it's with kids, whereas Laugh Floor is more... They make fun uh, of the dads. Th- yeah. Yeah. Where, you know, over at Turtle Talk, you've got... Um, they do a really good job of injecting that... Not adult humor, but like there's definitely some puns there that that kids in the room that they're talking to don't get. And the parents are like laughing, like especially when they start talking about like how hot it is or they'll talk about like the cost of the vacation or, you know, little thing. You know, there's always I feel like there's always like a TikTok that is being released at least once a week of (laughs) some interaction with Turtle Talk with Crush that was like um, ridiculous. My son got picked the first year we were there. He was wearing a, a yellow shirt, and he's like, you know, wanted to talk to hey little man with the mellow yellow on, and like so it was just so cool <laughs> that like my my son got to talk to him and like, um, you know, it, I think that whole interaction is fun because for a kid, like you you think that it is actually happening in front of you, right? Um, and that that turtle is actually the one talking to you. You don't realize it's an actor. Um, yeah, because it's you're, it's part of the Disney magic. Yeah. You're in the moment. So, where I grew up, there was a park called uh, Santa's Workshop, and there is a tree at Santa's Workshop that you would go and stand at, and you would talk to, and the tree would talk back to you because it was a person either with a video camera or inside. The, I don't even know. It was you know as a kid, you don't know. And this particular attraction reminds me of that, and I have some of my favorite memories were going as a kid and seeing if the tree was going to pick me to talk to, because it wasn't a guarantee. Does the tree's mouth open and close like a puppet? No. No, it's like literally just when I was a kid, like you'd go and you'd talk to this tree, and like there was a speaker inside of the tree then that would like, I mean, it's really lame looking back at it, but like as a kid, I remember being like just enamored with this, and so... For me, Turtle Talk with Crush is like that times 10, right? And seeing the kids interact with Crush and the fact that like on our first trip, my son was able to do it. That's cool. Because it's not a guarantee. Have have your kids ever uh, talked to Crush? Yeah, we've done it a couple times. Um, We did it when they were a little younger. And I remember they were apprehensive, not scared. Just they wanted to watch and didn't really want to get picked. And that's fine. Yeah, it's you know, totally their well, thing. And usually we, they sit way up front. The kids are up front, so they're away from you. Yeah. they. So that can be a we, little bit. We kind of came in, uh, not late, but before the show started, we were all kind of in the back. But mm-hmm. it was hilarious. It was yeah. great. Yeah. I love that one. So that's my number five. I'm glad that I, I jumped in so you didn't. 
talk about it as no because i was gonna say at the end of mine i was gonna say on, on my honorable mentions list is another similar you yeah. know attraction and i was gonna bring that up but you yeah. that was perfect yeah i love that i love it uh my number four um is a ride where certain people last summer got very competitive and oh, that come is, on dude and that is space ranger spin that's the buzz lightyear ride so without getting into stories and and making you people can, you can tell heated, the, you not, can tell I, the truth it's fine um there's uh, both nick and my wife are incredibly competitive and they started this rivalry last year. That oh, it started around Christmas time last year. It they, was a long. They time. They were going to take each other down in, in Space Ranger Spin, and uh, you know, my wife studied and studied and studied, and she wanted to take Nick down. And um, so then the the day finally came. We get onto the ride, and they start going, and they're shooting, and they're shooting, and they're shooting, and, they're shooting, and like. She she memorized all of the places where you can get all these bonus points, yeah. and she like maxed out like pretty early, and then all of the cars froze. Not just yours, but no, all of them all did. Of them did. And they froze in a really good spot. And for her, for her. And to be fair, you know, it is what it is. And yeah. she she ended up winning. And uh, someday there will be a rematch. And I'm excited about being there for for that. But uh, yeah, that was kind of funny the way that worked out. Yeah, funny for yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm Rob is is underselling the competitiveness that both of you runs through our veins. Oh yeah. Um, and so it was highly frustrating that my cart got stuck in between two rooms while she was looking at Zerg, just like sitting there pounding his <laughs> underarm and like getting 10,000 points every single time. Uh, but yeah, I like this. It, it doesn't make my list, believe it or not. I, I love the ride. But the reason it doesn't make my list is I just feel like it's, it needs it needs some TLC. It does. And we didn't put that on our TLC list, but you know, when I started thinking about it, it it's not as good as it could be with just a little bit of of TLC. The fact that our car got stuck, the fact that you've been I've been in ones before where like the the shoot the gun doesn't move. The gun doesn't pivot. Yeah. Um and like that's fine for an adult, but like if you're a kid and you get stuck in that, um I don't know. I I read that Space Rangers spin on the West Coast, the guns will come off and disconnect. I don't know if there's literally a cord or if it's like a wireless type thing. And you can move the gun all around. Yeah. So oh, looking forward to seeing how much the ride is different and how much all of the rides are different, honestly. Yeah. That's I'm really interested in knowing that. So um it's a fun ride. Um uh, my I know my family absolutely loves it and oh, not yeah. not just wanting to take Nick down on the ride, but they, <laughs> my, my wife, every single time she's out for blood, whether no matter who it is, she needs the high score. And my son has gotten pretty good at it too. And then my daughter and I will just ride together and laugh and make funny faces at the camera. And we have a good time. I, I enjoy it, but I, I, I'm not out to kill like, like my wife is. Yeah. She's, you know, she's a collegiate athlete and, you know, sports has been her whole life. So she's mega competitive. She's a galactic superhero. She is. She's got the sticker to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for number four? So my number four is one that I think is more because of my family's enjoyment of um, 
animals, and in particular, aquariums. So my number four is uh, The Seas with Nemo and Friends. Yeah, that's a cool one, too. Um, I, I recognize that for a lot of people, this particular ride represents the end of the purity of, of, Epcot. of Epcot. Yeah, I've heard right? that a lot, too. So I, I get that for a lot of folks, they're going to be, uh, you know, well, this is the ride that started it all, or it all went downhill after this. Um, for me, I don't really have those pre, um, pre-IP days, uh, you know, in my mind, because I didn't go to Epcot until... 2019 i did and i don't care like it doesn't bother me right. like it's kind of fun for something to be new and updated well, but and there's a lot of purists that hate that i'm i realize that i am different well i, I don't know not now that you think about it let's let's go off on a tangent for a second here sure. are there do you think you're a statistics guy okay do you think there's more people that just don't really care or are there more people that don't like it because they want it the way it was. Sub question: Are those people just really? There's a small number of them, and they're really loud. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. I I I think that it's the louder people are the ones you hear about that. Okay. Because for most adults, most sane adults, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, likely prefer it this way because it's e- an easier sell to your kids, mm-hmm. right? I love Epcot. I don't know it would be as easy of a sell to my kids if Otherwise, it didn't, it's just if it didn't have IP. right? Yeah. I mean, a ride through an aquarium, eh, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like a ride through um, a movie that, mm-hmm. you, um, that you loved, that you grew up loving, that you grew up watching, and then you end up in an aquarium. I think it's really kind of cool how the, imagine, the Imagineers were able to um, project the animation onto the actual walls of a real aquarium. It's cool. So it's like different every time. Um, I just find that particular ride also, and I, don't, I, I could be crazy here, but I feel like it's the <laughs> most well air conditioned and it's the best climate control. Yeah, uh, in, it really is in the park, possibly in all of Disney world, but certainly in the park. Um, I, I like the, I love finding Nemo. I think it's a hilarious movie. I think the premise is hilarious. Um, I think it's got some of the best characters of any Pixar film outside of Toy Story. Oh, definitely. Um, and so for me, that ride is great. And I, you know, we've talked last uh, or a couple episodes ago about, um, you know, when we talk about non-ride things to do at Epcot. You know, that particular ride is right near one of my favorite things to do. Right. And I remember and that aquarium. coming up, and I, I mentioned the aquarium. You were so mad because yeah. you had left it off of your list. Exactly. Well, and obviously, it's you just it's it's going to happen on our show. Yeah. Right? Things are going to slip our Absolutely. minds. And, Absolutely. But, you know, I think it's, it's such a great thing and such a... Uh, honestly, it's very relaxing. And I know that there's kids that are running full speed around there, too, but... Just when you're there and the glass and the lighting and the blue light. And it's funny because even if kids are really loud, that sound doesn't really reverberate. No. It's dampened since you're in that room. So yeah. even when they're the kids are really loud, it's not as aggressive as it could be in other places. Well, so I it's, think, it's I relaxing. Think I think that's by design. So that way the sound doesn't travel into the aquarium. Personally, I think that's the issue. Sure. Um, I just, I think it's a great way to relax for a little bit. It's super hot. 
go on, go go to Turtle Talk, go from Turtle Talk to you know ride the seas with Nemo and friends, get done and walk through the aquarium. That can take up an hour of your day. Go see little Joe. Go see little Joe. Make sure he's still alive. And if he's not, if he's not, make let, sure let you let us know, know. please. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, uh, that I love the ride and I know my kids do too. Um, I think it's a, a, a wonderful, it's a great cue too, I believe too. Yeah, so. it was, uh, that was on my honorable mentions. The cue cool. is very relaxing. I think if I'm remembering it right, that they project from the ceiling kind mm-hmm. of that, uh, that texture of, um, the water, like if you're underwater, the, um, yeah. the almost, I don't know how to describe it. Almost like ripple, a web, like the ripple, ripple and web. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. So that's cool. Number four, the seas um, with Nemo and friends. Number three, um, I'm sort of sticking with that toy story competition theme, okay. which is, which makes, I mean, I'm going to get right to it. It's toy story mania. It, I always found that interesting that they create another ride in a different park. That's a similar kind of like game. But I guess that all kind of goes back to Toy Story. Like a game, it's toys, it's for kids. But, I mean, this ride, I mean, Space Ranger Spin to Toy Story Mania is a big jump for me. So, I am so glad that this is on your list. Yeah. Because when you said said, um, Space Ranger Spin, Mm -hmm. I was was like, I'm not going to wait. Because at number three... I have Toy Story Mania as well. Okay. I, I think we're going to match mid, up here. Mid, on Midway Mania, I was like, <laughs> if he doesn't have, if he's got Space Ranger Spin and doesn't have Midway Mania, it's about to be a fight on this podcast. No, I'd be stupid if I did that. I mean, this ride's I, awesome. I agree with you 100% so what you just fun. said about it's a jump, right? It's a big jump. Yeah. I think it's probably because we grew up playing video games that mm-hmm. this this particular one is cooler to us. Yeah. Um. The whole idea of the screens, the three dimensions, the it's different every single time. I feel like I don't like that's this isn't one where oh I figured out the way to do it. I have to shoot this part of Zerg's arm and I'm going to max out the points. Well, I mean, in, in this ride, I mean if if you haven't done this ride before, um, what it is is you're you're kind of going from screen. So you're in a cart. It's you and another person. You get a shooter. And on the back of the shooter, it's like a pull string, like you would pull um, the back of something like a baby doll and it says mama or whatever, right? And that's kind of what your shooter is. And you're in a two-person pod and uh, you kind of rotate from screen to screen. But the thing I we haven't mentioned that I really like about the ride that you don't normally think about is you're sitting in front of the screen, you're shooting away, you're trying to hit all these targets that are it's in 3d you got the glasses on but then the cool thing is they do a really fun reset oh yeah where it, the your seat pulls back and spins oh yeah and rotates and you're like whoa and it moves you all around so not only is it a game but you're actually like moving around in this really cool i don't know it's it's I, not like a thrill ride but the, i mean they spin you around yeah I w- so toys uh so space ranger spin is a Dark ride with some sort of an interactive element. Yeah, it's similar Midway, to Haunted Mansion right. than anything else. Midway Mania is like, you get, or not thrown around, but that cart actually, I mean, it moves. It does. It's and, That's fun. And I will tell you, I really like the premise, right? The Midway games that are like, we all love playing them, but nobody wants to go to Dinoland USA 
should I stop there? Nobody wants to go to that. Nobody <laughs> wants to go to Dino Land USA and pay the money it takes to play those like carnival midway games. At least I don't want to. But like, so you're kind of playing those. Like you're shooting darts at the balloons and making them explode. You're throwing, you know, you're you're throwing baseballs at the at the tower of bottles, trying mm-hmm. to make them go down. Or like, it's the it's the digital version of the shooting gallery over in Frontierland. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I love this ride. I think it's a, an amazing attraction. There's a reason that this was there before Toy Story Land, right? Because this is a very well thought out ride, and I think that if you if this isn't successful, I don't know that Toy Story Land gets made. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's the ride, kind of the ride that started it all over in Hollywood Studios. So in, I don't I don't think you were at Hollywood Studios at this point, but the ride used to have its entrance yeah. where the they call it Municiburg is right now. You know the area with all the bricks? Yeah. Well I know. That whole area it's like, my pet peeve. You walk in. down there into the right hand side, mm-hmm. that was the entrance to get into it. So and now it's just a packed, dead end. Right. With it, nothing. It was packed through there. So I'll end with this. I had one kind of a cool idea. Um, some rides like to do overlays. Yeah. Why don't I, uh, yep. I'm with you. Uh-huh. Why don't they do overlays on this? I mean, they must have the original source files that they can open up that they used for programming the Listen, game. Listen, I do, I teach programming classes. Yeah. So I know that the last thing you do after you've written the code is then you beautify it, right? Mm-hmm. You don't start with the look, the nice looks, right? Right. All that code for the game exists. That's so the, the core the, of that. The code is is ancillary, right? right. That's a, the, or the, I shouldn't say the code is the 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 imagery is ancillary. So you could easily go That's in and reanimate yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Every time Rex is on screen. Now Part- Rex has a, has a Santa hat on, yeah. or every time. Um, I don't know. Woody comes on. Woody has um, it, like a Dracula costume on yeah. for Halloween. Yeah. There's there's no reason they couldn't. I'm kind of shocked that they don't do that with those projection type rides because it's so, in my opinion, so easy to do. Um, it's a it's a cheap one too, right? You don't have to shut down the ride. You do the animation stuff separate, yeah. And then on a certain day, you load, load that one. You load that or, or one or close instead. it for literally a day or half a day, whatever. Yeah. To load I, all the the code in or whatever. Yeah, I'm I am very shocked that they don't, and I I'm glad that you brought that up because I agree. Well, and I think done. what it does too is it draws people back to that ride a little bit more. And I don't think they have short waits for that ride. It's always a steady wait. I wouldn't say it's out of control long. No, I think. I'm guessing, I don't know, a lot of our listeners who are cast members would know a little bit better. I'm guessing an average wait time for that is, what, 40 minutes? Is that excessive or is that average? That's a guess. That might be a little high, but it's not. 35, 30 minutes? It's not completely egregious to say that. Okay. I mean, I'm a big fan of rope dropping that part of Disney World. Yeah, we did. Or of Hollywood Studios, I mean. Um, Because if you do it right and you get... If you're lucky enough with your, you know, you play the genie slots, right? Right. Um, you're able to possibly rope drop Toy Story Mania, mm-hmm. then go over to Swirling Saucers because you've got, maybe you've got a, a fast pat or whatever, lightning lane for uh, Slinky Dog. And then, and then, then you can jump paid, right over. You, yeah. You we can paid jump right for over uh, Rise of the Resistance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because then we did. We jumped over and then we did yeah, we uh, ju- Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run. We were going to yeah. do Rise, but Rise was shockingly down yeah um, we ended up doing it later 
Yeah, but number three for us both was Toy Story Mania. I have a feeling we're about to go three, two, one match. Yeah. Again, Which, folks, we don't. It, we got together last night and we still didn't discuss what was on our list. Um, uh, number two is right across the street, and that is Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah. We're, that, we match up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. Then I know we match up on number one, yeah. too. Uh, Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog, you know, I really enjoy the ride, but two trips ago, we had our whole day planned. And we, we planned it all out so oh, at the very end of yeah. the night, we were going to end at night on Slinky Dog. And we did all the rides. We did everything we wanted to do. We make our way over. I don't know. Park closes at 9. So let's say we get over there 7, 30, 8 o'clock to get in line. And we can go on Slinky Dog and look at all the beautiful lights. Because I'll tell you, Toy Story Land at night is so cool with all those lights. It's amazing. So we walk up. We're ready to get on the line. And cast member comes up and says, sorry, the ride, the ride's down for the night. We were so bummed. Because, I mean, we had ridden it before. It wasn't like our first time ever, but we love that ride. I mean, it's, you know, it's number two for me. It's a really great ride. So we didn't get to do it. That's, but that's kind of like on you. I know. It, it totally is. It, I'm not arguing that at all. We, we waited, and there's a chance that can happen. Right. And it did. So it's kind of like when you hear people say, oh, you know, don't, if you see something you want to buy as a souvenir, don't assume that it's going to be at another yeah. store later. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it's not your, it is your fault, but I don't blame you because that, mm-hmm. that particular ride at night is something that you'd want to do. Yeah. Right. And it, um, we learn the hard way. I, I love this ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too. My daughter, <laughs> <laughs> um, this was, and this was admittedly our fault. Yeah. Um, we took her on it maybe a little too early in her life. And so she was not real keen about Slinky Dog. But I mean, I, it's fast. I mean, the drop is it's yeah. mild, but for a younger kid, right? Yeah, it but could they, be intense. I mean, they call it a family friendly uh, family friendly coaster. Mm-hmm. This is not, um, you know, Barnstormer, right? No, this is legit. I love this ride. Um, my favorite part is probably the the up and down, up and down, up and down part, the little yeah. humps, um, or the restart. Um, I think those are great. I like that um, too because it, it kind of extends the ride when you get to the second launch. Yeah, and that's when they do the the lights and they do the go. Is yeah. that or and is it the beginning or the halfway? Through? That's when they do the go. Yeah, yeah. they pull okay. you back and they're like, well, yeah. I I love I love this ride. The queue is great. Mm-hmm. It's hot. It is. Be prepared, folks. Yeah. Like. I will also say that I don't know how long I'd wait for this ride because of how hot the queue is. Um, yeah, we've, well, I, I don't know if, I think we've been to the park three times since it's been a ride. We rode it the once. We didn't, the first time we rode it, we had a fast pass. That's how long ago that was. Mm-hmm. Then the time after that, we had, that's the time where we missed out. And then the third time we went with you and got to ride it. And that's when we had the the lightning lane early in the morning. We got right through in our lightning lane, but ended up waiting the same amount of time because I think someone had a, he was either a heart attack or a heat stroke or something in line. Uh, heat stroke. And they had to bring in the ambulance and take the poor lady out. So, you know, it's, I, I'm not mad about the woman having heat stroke. I mean, that it is what it is. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to be a jerk about that, but um, 
I mean, yeah, you, you, you never know what's going to be thrown at you at the park. So Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever waited longer than an hour in that line just because I've timed it well or because I've had a you know fast pass or lightning lane. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the longest time I've ever waited was this last time when we were waiting for that woman to get taken care of. Because I think when the ambulance had to come, I think it was maybe... Right before we were supposed to get on the line, I think we stood there for like yeah, twenty five we were, minutes. Maybe we were we were literally in one at, spot in, at the front, of, yeah. like we were ready to go. We were the next car loaded. You know, people um, are screaming and swearing in the back and storming off. And I mean, I mean, I feel bad. I mean, you want to turn and say, "Hey, ladies, really hurt or really sick?" Yeah, like, I don't know. But then you got jerks who are, "I don't care. This is my vacation." Yeah, don't ruin Come my. On. It's how you know, dare this, you with your heat emergency. <laughs> Um, ruin my vacation. Right. What, if, what if this was your sister or wife or grandmother? Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you got to be a little kind yeah. once in a while. I, I I just love that ride and I love the love the queue. Um, but be prepared; it's going to be hot. So you know, bring one of those UV umbrellas or yeah, yeah. You know, do it with a full bottle of water yep. because you'll need it. Listen to our beat the heat episode for more <laughs> tips on that, folks. <laughs> Absolutely, but um, don't stop yet. Wait for number one. Yeah. Number one, you yeah. want to go ahead and just tell them number um, one since I think we match? Well, at first I was thinking of putting uh, my number one, the one that your wife is really afraid of. Up a big bird of just kidding. <laughs> just is, that, kidding. is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. We love, we actually love that one though, but I, it wouldn't even. I, I don't qualify it in this. I wouldn't, It for me it didn't qualify for the show, but it is a Pixar related show yeah but not i don't look at that as an attraction no i I was kidding my my number one is um, a brand new ride Mm -hmm. we got to ride it twice on our last trip it is fabulous and it is sort of in uh, an area of the park where it is very crowded now because there's a lot to do in this land and that's france and this is remy's ratatouille adventure so now over in france i mean not only is this a great ride but you have remy's you have the sing-along you have what's the name of the france movie uh reflections do france come on mr french speaker do do thank you he speaks french <laughs> i do not um i love this ride oh it's i mean there's a picture of you and me on this ride i don't know who took it whether it was your wife or my wife like we have the biggest smiles on our face we're, we're so pumped we got to find that yeah but, uh, I, I don't want it to be a spoiler for the episode but i'll yeah. see if i can find that maybe we can use that this week yeah um i personally um didn't have i mean i had high expectations because i i know disney rides are you know they're great but i did not expect this ride to immediately jump to like the top oh, of yeah. my dark rides. Yeah, me too. Um, this attraction, first off, I love the movie. Ratatouille is one of my favorite movies. Um, and it's really a well done movie. And it's the attraction is even better done. I mean, it, it's, I love, love, love this attraction. The theming in that particular ride is unbelievable when you're under the the table the the rolling table right and the oh, wheels yeah. are rolling off to the side and when you go through the walls and there's a screw sticking through i remember you were and when me, you, did you see the screw i go what was it on the floor no it's coming out of the wall yeah and then the second time we wrote it, it what like, i what i will say and this is going to be a little easter egg for at least somebody who's listening sure is um 
make certain that your sunglasses are stored appropriately so they don't fall off your head and shut down the entire ride for everybody. <laughs> Especially if you're sitting in a car with other people you don't know and you think it's funny, but they do not. So don't do that on your honeymoon or anything. <laughs> so shout out to our, our friends uh, who may or may not have accidentally <laughs> dropped their sunglasses onto the onto the ride vehicle, which has like a pressure sensor and realized something was off and like shut down the whole ride. Oops. But um, the, the 3D is done really well. The jump scare of like when the chef reaches his hand under. It's great. The feeling of the heat when they do the, um, when they turn the oven on. Um, you know, it really is one of those 4D experiences, not 3D, because you do get, um, you know, the senses of you know, all of your senses involved. They're spraying you with, with water when the champagne cork goes off. I, it's great. I mean, the ride vehicle tips a little bit. It's, I, I love this ride and it's worth the wait because the queue is so interesting. Well, well, I mean the, the indoor part of the queue is interesting. Oh yeah. Cause it's basically a 50, 50. I mean, half of it, you're outside roasting mm-hmm. and for yeah. the other half of it, you're inside with this just beautiful experience with mm-hmm. the Gusteau's sign being fully animated in yeah. French and in English. I will say this. Don't, if, if you're having, if you have deluxe resort extended evening hours, don't waste your time doing this ride because oh, yeah. yep. every other person is doing the same thing. Take advantage and do the other stuff and then pick a different time to do this ride, like right before fireworks when it's low. Because as soon as fireworks ended, we went there to go and ride this, and it was an hour and a half wait. Yeah, we were figuring, oh, it's going to be dead. And trust me, an hour and a half wait is probably worth it for this ride, but like not when at the, at the end of the night when you're trying to do as many rides as you can with your extended evening hours, we got this and one other ride, and that was it. Yeah, my kids were exhausted too. Yeah, so I... I personally don't generally enjoy um waiting <laughs> in long lines but this queue is really cool because you there's something to pick out and you've got the gusto's sign you've got um you know there's stuff going on in the windows um there's a little art studio yeah, halfway through yeah it's it's just a really cool um attraction and and it's there's a reason that it's number one for us um you know a lot of people like i've said aren't a big fan of stuff entering the parks that is ip heavy this is one that like i gotta say it, i mean the movie takes place in paris yeah so why not put it in in the france pavilion um it's a great ride the same people who complain about it i'm sure ride it and love it because it's great um any other thoughts i was um just looking through my phone trying to find the the photo of the two of us on the ride and i'm realizing that there's probably a thousand photos in here and <laughs> as i'm trying to scroll through i'm like i, I don't know how the heck i'm even going to find this thing right so i am putting my phone back down and i will look for it later and uh <laughs> it can be a, a surprise for all of our listeners yeah so um honorable mentions here yep. um the great bird adventure we won't count it. I mean, it's sort no, of you can, themed. You can count it. I just didn't. Well, and this this particular attraction is like, it's the bird show, but you have uh, Russell from Up and Doug. They come out and they talk and they do the whole thing with the birds. You know, I don't mean to 
pick on your wife. It's funny. A lot of people don't like birds and, um, it's, it's kind of a fun show. We've done it quite a few times. Um, the next one I have is one of the most polarizing of all, and that's tough to be a bug. I think it's kind of cool, but some people hate it. I mean, this is really one of the most hated attractions, right? I would agree. I mean, if we did a top five most hated, I mean, I don't really hate a lot of things at Disney. I like most of these rides, but I think this particular one is not from me, but I hear a lot of hate about Tough to Be a Bug. And I agree. Certain people in my family are in that group, too. Yeah, I don't dislike the attraction at all. It's no. not on my honorable mention. It's not one that I, like, seek out. But I don't, so I'm, like, one of the few people who's not polarized by it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you either love that ride. Usually, you either love that ride or you hate it. Um, I have, <laughs> so I got to bring this up because it's hilarious to me. Um, last trip, we had an Uber driver who was a former cast member and he was asking me he's like so you know rise of the resistance what's that known by like online and i was like rotr he's like yeah he's like slinky dog dash what do people call that i was like sdd he's like yeah you'd think that they would have thought about that when they made alien swirling saucers <laughs> <laughs> and like i never really good. thought i never really thought about it people always refer to rides like with t- like yeah. t- tsm for toy story mania <laughs> um yeah so but alien swirling saucers meets my is my honorable mention yeah. honestly it's I, that's on mine too that was um, next on my list but i just think it's funny every time every time now that i write it down that's what i write it as is this acronym and it's just so funny <laughs> like hey you like want to go ride alien swirling saucers but think about it like with <laughs> in the acronym it's just kind of funny now i'll tell you the reason it i mean it could have been on my list too but the reason it wasn't is that i just feel like it's a little bit too short like i want them to add 30 seconds and i'd, I'd be happy 30 seconds yeah uh, just give me a little bit more yeah maybe I mean, I mean a minute sure definitely i just need it i need it to be a little bit longer it's one of the few like rides of that style that i enjoy I'm I'm excited to hear what your take is because it's the same ride, just different theme. The what ma- your take is over in, in oh, the, Disneyland, the Mater the, ride, the Mater ride, yep. Yeah. Mater's Roundup Rodeo. <laughs> Majors, I, I just said Majors, the Major Roundup Rodeo. This is a new restaurant uh, based on the character named Major, uh, who is one of the Green Men. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll stop now. Yeah. So this was uh, th- this list matched up a lot, but I and I'm kind of surprised actually that it matched up as well as it did well i mean there's there's a lot of pixar attractions but i think the top of the you know top of the food chain is the top of the food chain for a reason i honestly thought you were gonna put tough to be a bug up on your list no it's cool because i know you like it i do um i do but again i think that's another one of those rides that the actual ride portion of it needs some tlc i think honestly the outside still looks amazing Oh. Like, it still looks really good. Yeah. It, the inside is, I don't know, the seats are a little dingy. I don't know. It need, needs a little work. I think it'd be rethemed altogether. And it can be. Yeah, right. I think I think you definitely could. And uh, there's an episode for that, too, if you want to go back and listen to that one, folks. Yeah. we had You had Chip and Dale for that one, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Well, I had Chip and Dale. My son wanted, like, something about evolution and extinction because, you know, he's like every other 11-year-old and thinks about watching documentaries to enjoy his time <laughs> was that what was the one i had for that for 
I can't even remember what I did for the retheme. Oh, Fraggle oh, Rock. Oh, Fraggle Rock. Yeah, 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 Fraggle Rock. It just came to me as soon as you said it. <laughs> I was all trying right. to think underground. Yeah. Okay, uh, Fraggle Rock. Hey, we we really appreciate all the love we got this week when we when we hit the five thousand milestone. So, um, you know, thanks so much again, and uh, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. And tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>